So, <laughs> sounds about right. So, good evening, Dennis. Is it happy hour yet? Come, come back to me. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, hi. Yes. Yes. How is yes. how is your week going, oh, God. Mr. Dennis? Oh, mightily. The house uh, movement is coming to a pinnacle of activity yes. where the house that we're moving to is readier and readier, and the house that we're moving from is messier and messier, and something's happening with the messes. They're propagating into areas of the room that once were clean. Oh, no. Once all the corners of a room are clean, if you put the stuff in the center, they propagate, and then there's stuff in the corners again. And I've seen it happen. With, oh, I've seen it after it happened. I've seen it. Yeah. Yes, all over the house. That's, and I don't... That, that's, don't true of, that's true of, of, of everywhere. It's like uh, you you clean one area, and, you be, and to clean one area, you move all the shit to one other area, and then it slowly creeps back. It's like you're... Right. Like well, your, your your bacteria right. in, your, in your petri dish. You like you you put a drop of of, of whatever to, to kill all the bacteria, and then they just creep on back in. Yeah. Well, you know, case in point, today I was working in the basement, and there was a shelf, and it was full of like old gloves we were wearing for painting, and a plastic wrap that we would wrap the brushes in and stuff. Right. So to clean it out, I threw all the stuff over my shoulder. When I was done, I turned around, and there was a new mess. <laughs> Is that- it's like, it's like, it's like, what the fuck? I had just cleaned one area and here yeah you know, that's 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 the the, the whole throwing it over your shoulder thing that's a hollywood thing when where you're doing your montage oh. of of cleaning an area and the, and the characters are like throwing shit over their shoulders uh but then in real life turns out you have a big pile of stuff behind you uh oh. and you know to properly clean to properly clean a place you gotta you gotta take everything out of it because if you if you start and you say, all right, we're going to go through this stuff, not move a lot of things, but then we're going to take out a couple things that we really want to throw away, you end up leaving everything and you haven't accomplished anything. you got to take it all out. And then because it's effort to put it back, the things that you really don't want don't go back in. But in your case, well, I mean, and, and never is there such an opportunity for purging as in a move. In my experience, you, oh, uh, right. you, right. it's like, it's, it's like, do we really need this, this thing here? Do we really want to take this thing from one time. house to another? If you have the time to sit and if think that, about it, if you, if you're just paying people to, to move all your shit, or if you are just, uh, like blindly moving box A to, to point B, uh, then, then you're in trouble. But if you can take a moment to, uh, sit and think, then, uh, that's the best time yeah. to purge. But it again, purging, no pur- purging is one thing when you're, when you're living on your own and you have all your own shit, but when you're married, it's uh, you need like a whole committee uh, meeting to get together and be right. <laughs> and be like, right. so we don't really need this. Oh, that's right. that thing from when our kids were little. Uh, uh, well, uh, all right, we'll put it somewhere. Else. So yeah, that yeah. happens. The idea for uh, we need a, a a group of men who will sing. Uh, no diggity to a new set of words. Uh, and the uh, refrain, which is simple, right. uh, is, is I like the way I hit it. Oh, diggity. Mm-mm. I like the way I hit it. And in the chorus yes. of No Diggity, mm-hmm. there are five different parts that r- remind me of what we've done with that one, those two tunes, mm-hmm. uh, Wild Thing and 
uh, yes. Louis Lai, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, though, is a similar type of motif, not separate, distinct. You can you can fit other songs, songs. in the in the same in the same rhythm, yeah. different and chords, beat, yeah, right, and different stuff going on. And I can imagine assigning parts. Right, your dad, for example, with his bass, no diggity, no, no diggity. He just kind of do the same thing again. Uh-huh. I like the way you hit. I like, and it's from the perspective of the golf ball. Gotcha. And there will be golf balls that say on one side, no digging, and the other side is our caricature and the name of this podcast. Which is Happy Hour with Dennis and Eric. Happy Hour. Well, it, is. it is. I thought it was no diggity. We'll change it to no diggity. Well, we can work on the rebranding. We'll look at the domain names. We can we we can oh. we can work on this. I don't want to get off. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure there might be some copyright issues with using that particular phrase it's made up they made it as, up so we're going to make it up to- well yes but we also copyright the music that goes with we also copyright the bullshit that we make up so uh you know people can't take yeah. people can't take this and just do whatever with it this belongs to us and if you reuse this then we're going to sue you and uh etc <laughs> etc et if you if you take Dennis's idea that he just gave us right now we have lawyers standing by Oh, that's great. We just lost one of our two callers. Well, they... Yes, what can I do for you driving in Kansas? Hey, we got a character. we got to revitalize the guy. You know what happened to him? He's back in Buffalo. He made it all the way back to Buffalo. Yeah, yeah he turned around. Yeah. Did he make it to his family re- reunion, or did he or, no. or did he hear us no. and, and, and be like... Pfft. He went home. He went home. He went home. Oh, Lord. He went back, I think, I think because... He knew that if he turned around when he was almost there, he could hear the next four episodes before he got back to Buffalo. So there he is. Right. Okay. He's well, like, we're, we're like his Game of Thrones, right? I mean, I, you know. It just goes on and of, on until it doesn't anymore. He's one, of, he's one of two people, but he's great. He's one of two people? He doesn't know I know his – well, listen to us. I mean, I'm one right? of two I, – I don't know. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm one of two people on this podcast, so – He's one of the two listeners, so at least at least we've confirmed you can count. That's that's great. That's great. Okay, one, three, seven. So what are you drinking? I'm working on a uh, uh, a Spanish gin called Larios uh, and some tonic mixed in together, forming what some would call a gin and tonic, but. In Spain, they just call it gin tonic, because. Really, I have I have drinking news. Spanish, I have special Spanish drinking news. Would you like to read what's on your bottle there before I continue? <laughs> I forgot to black out my camera. It wasn't it wasn't that I wasn't paying attention to you, but you said something about where your drink was from. I wanted where mine was from. And I still don't know. Yeah. It, it's, I don't know. And I don't care because now I'm riveted. Go ahead. Okay. So this past weekend, uh, my family and I went to a cidreria, which is a place where they make cider, apple cider. Uh, and I live in a region called Cantabria, which is uh, where, where, they, where they don't make cider. But on the 
to the west of me is Asturias, where they're quite famous for cider. And on the east of me is the Basque Country. And they also like cider there. And anyway, uh, my wife and her family live in the Basque Country. Uh, my wife lives with me, but her family lives in the Basque Country. Uh, and so we went to... Did she leave you? Well, not yet. Did but she leave you? When this, when this episode goes live, we, we'll see. Um, you slipped up and you told me. You didn't mean to. Yeah. Oh, sorry, not everybody knows. Sorry. <laughs> so so you get over it. We we went to um, we went to a place uh, very close to the French border actually, uh, where they specialize in cider, and the way they do cider in Spain is pretty weird. Like I I think once I went to a place a cider making place in in America somewhere, mill. but cider mill cider mill. There you go. Uh, but I don't know. It wasn't that interesting. And also, I might have been young and too young to actually uh, partake. But anyway, didn't care. But uh, the the thing about cider in Spain is that they have this. Uh, they have this. I don't want to say. Well, it seems to me like uh, made up bullshit, like the uh, like the uh, monkeys in the room, like we talked about last time, where uh, it's just the way it's done. But they have this thing where it's very important that when you put the cider in your glass that if you're pouring from a bottle that you have to raise it way up high over your head and that it that it fall like a couple feet into the into the glass and uh there the only reason that i can think of is that it it generates some foam and bubbles and stuff uh, with the collision with the glass uh such that such that it has a more appealing texture in that way uh but many many people will tell you that oh no uh, if you don't raise it too high then then you'll get sick because the fall kills the, the bacteria that are in the cider and blah 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 which is just total bullshit uh but anyway uh kills we, the bacteria. yeah it's like oh we're gonna drop some we're gonna drop some liquid from two feet and the bacteria is gonna die <laughs> yeah. you imagine those poor bacteria they're like uh-oh they oh, no. know the trick oh no it's like we're in it's like we're in free fall <laughs> They're going to pummel us. We're going to die from a collision with the glass. No one knew the secret, oh God. Exactly. I Bacteria. Feel, I feel weightless. But anyway, anyway so hold on. Instead so, of brushing your teeth, one more thing. Instead of brushing your teeth, you smash them against the sidewalk. And that cleans them back. There you go. Think about it. You could catch on. Yeah. You can't put it in a bottle. Or Who needs to? It's all the instructions. Well, or I mean, it's if it's just about acceleration, then like boxers... And, you know, Mike Tyson must have just gorgeous teeth because the, the you know, you're getting your, you're getting punched in the face so often that oh. all, the, all the bacteria die that are in your mouth. Uh, yeah. Anyway, let me, let me go oh, back sorry. to the story. So they, well, they have this concept of uh, the place where you go, where you, where it's this, we'll call it cider house, um, where you, no. you go and it's a, they have a set meal that you eat, but, and you're sitting down at these long tables with benches and stuff. Uh, but there are no applesauce. no there are no there are no drinks served you get you you're given a glass and a place to sit you you don't get any plates there's no plates because that's civilized i don't know uh but the idea is whenever you want a drink you get up from your from your picnic table sort of place and you walk over and there's these huge huge uh barrels that are they must be in diameter they they're as tall as i am they're 6 feet easy and uh, they've got this little this this little um, valve on them, and you turn the valve, and the cider shoots out. Uh, obviously, they must have some sort of a pump or something. But hold on. But the idea is, you you turn this valve, and the cider shoots out, and you have to put your glass so that you can catch the catch the cider as it sideways as it sideways and sideways 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 cider, and 
but but there, there's this Whoa. there's this culture with this whole uh, having to raise the bottle and also with this uh, cider shooting every which way that they don't really appreciate the you know the if some of it spills no one cares so what they have so this 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 sort of stream of cider comes out and it lands in a little bucket such that it doesn't just splash everywhere but eventually they just empty the bucket you know into the drain uh, but. W- you're supposed to be catching the cider in your glass, but if you if you take a split second where you're not catching it, and before the next person comes to, to catch some in their glass, uh, you it just spills out and no one cares, which is totally bizarre to me. Think, thinking of the world of beer or wine or any other uh, alcohol, where you you know you don't want to, you're not gonna right. you're not gonna right. spill half your glass on of of you know, your gin martini on the on the ground and be like, well, whatever, like that's you know you're you're paying for that. Contests, they have contests. To, who spills the least? I'm sure. I'm sure they do. Up. I'm sure they do. Uh, and also, you can just you know, if you are so daring, you just put your mouth up there to catch uh, some of the stream. Oh. Uh, and but it's this the the cider itself is this uh, very tart. Uh, it's it's it really is quite sour, and you don't really notice huh. you don't really notice that it's alcoholic at all, uh, and as such, but it is. It can be quite dangerous, as we found out this uh, weekend, uh, right. where uh, you can huh? you, you can just be like. Uh, let's get some more, and then you you drink that, and you get some more in, in the stream, and you and you drink that, and then maybe you go sit down at your table, and you eat, and then they bring you some something to eat or whatever. Uh, but it can be, uh, it can be deceivingly uh, intoxicating, uh-huh. much like uh-huh. much like our program. Uh-huh. So you could catch it in your glass. The glass could be bigger. You you could you could open your mouth wide. You said and, yeah, that's that's and, a possibility. And go in their throat, or I thought. You could spread your cheeks and, and take it up your ass. That would be particularly if it was ass cider. I mean, would that wouldn't that catch on? I mean, they like it every other way. They're European, right? Wow. Isn't that like anything goes? Yeah, in Europe, anal apples, Spain stuff. <laughs> anal, anal, anal apples. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, you could catch on. See if you can make money off it. We need money. Well, we we certainly do. Uh-huh. Uh, that that idea is copyrighted, as as cool. I said before. Well, well, so copyright this. <laughs> You're the one who's going to take the cider up the ass, and people will pay to see it. That's that's the way we're going to make money. Yeah. You go to uh, the best region. Yeah. And you set this up, and your wife and kids will take admission. Right. And they'll watch it. Oh, we'll get the press there. Yeah. Okay. Well, Eric and Apple ass. We we'll have to a- come up with a new name for you, Eric Apple ass. Johnny Appleseed? No. Ap- Appleanus. Eric. <laughs> Eric Appleanus. Appleanus. It almost sounds Greek. <laughs> Eric Appleanus. Yes. <laughs> and when you ask people to repeat it, you say, "How do you say that again?" You say, "Apple anus," and then they squinch right. because they're. They're thinking about what the, what it would feel like to get an apple shoved up right. your anus, I guess, and that makes people flinch. Right. I, I mean, mean, I'm flinching. I mean, it's like it's what they do to to the pigs before they roast them, right? Except they put the put it in the, in the other end. But uh, don't, don't, there. <laughs> <laughs> don't take me there. I don't want to talk about farm animals. Anyway, it's I, a sensitive I support, sensitive point with my family. I support apple products. My brother, but anyway. <laughs> Ooh, tell me about your brother. Uh, 
your farm your, your, tell me about your farm animal brother uh let's just say that he just say that he had special friends <laughs> wait his name isn't old mcdonald is it <laughs> ei ei oh uh 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 um ed well his name actually was edward irene mcdonald and well no oh, henry and he went by his acronym E-I-O <laughs> That's where the and song came from farm. Well, What did he have, fact. Dennis? What he did he have on his a, farm? Uh, he had a moo-moo here And a moo-moo there Here a moo There a moo Everywhere A moo-moo okay. E-I-O There you go <laughs> Man, right. the business opportunities are just, are just exploding It's about, it's about music we can make money off that recording, copyright it. The whole story and the song. Nobody's thought of that recording the song. He had, have a, they? He had a moo. Wait, where did he have the moo? Both here and here there? And there. Everywhere. Everywhere. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there were moves. Okay. You, you could hear it everywhere. It echoed everywhere. They were in a canyon. Was there just one moo and it and, it and it echoed and the reverberation sounded like it was no. here and there and everywhere? There, there, nobody knows this, but in that song, it's not just a cow, it's a herd of cattle 1100 strong in a in a ravine that echoes and that is what shook things up oh. that they wrote the song the moo 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 everywhere yeah everywhere everywhere here there a moo moo here moo moo there moo moo did everywhere did were there were there Very, other were, what? were there other animals or don't go there i don't want to think about my brother there again okay and his Special friends. I mean, there weren't any sheep, right? Uh, I, uh, I don't know. I, uh, I'd have to think about it. <laughs> uh, I'd have to think about it. Uh, okay. So Welcome to the Animal uh, Sounds know. Podcast Hour. Where well, we can, can't do it's, that. For it's an like hour. you're, it's like you're back in Grandma's old farm. Did you know that animals make different sounds in different countries? Or yeah, what I what I really mean to say is that people think that animals make different sounds in different countries. They and well, and they do because the Romanian chickens say something different. Or what do you have for us to people, people. People describe the sound of a sneeze in different languages. Different for sure, for sure. Two, atomatopia yes. being what it is. Yes. Uh, Which I think I got criticized for on like episode one when I used that word, and you were like, "No." Poetic. Yeah. Anyway, uh, in well, so in, you taught me something. Well, right. So in Spain, for example, dogs. If you ask a child in Spain what a dog says. They will say, wow, wow. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And cats everywhere, I think we can pretty much agree that they all say meow, start, Except starting in, with an M. In China, in China, the cat sounds meow. Well, that was totally culturally acceptable. We're, we're, we're going to leave that in. Oh. <laughs> it's true. Look it up. Google it. I'm not making this up. Okay. I, what do you think? I would just make it up? Make something like that up? 
It would be bad if I did that. It would. It would. And in also in the other really weird one in Spain is what the rooster sings. The rooster says "kikiriki," "kikiriki," where "kikiriki" exactly, which sounds "kikiriki," which really they've got it better off than our "kakadoodle do" uh, concept. Doodle. I mean, the, the the roosters aren't making any L sounds, really. What's the Spanish again? Kikiriki. 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 Oh, 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 oh. Kikiriki. Hey. Sounds Indian from the plains. Hello. Hey, Kikiriki. Yes. They call me dancing with feathers. They call, they call me dancing with hens. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, there's a movie in that. Because, you know, the Kevin Costner movie, Dancing with Wolves, is, you know, amazing. Dancing with hens. And all about the feathers and the, I don't know about you, but, oh, man, I love that stuff. It's people doing the, like, the, there's a dance called the chicken dance, I think. Yeah, I do. I'm good at it. Yeah, I would imagine you would be. Hey, so on that point, what if... The hokey pokey is all there really is. Did you think about that? Because that song is really more existential than anybody gets credit. It's actually a serious and song. And that's what it's they, all about. And and it's really that song originally written what? back in the Middle Ages in the monastery was done as if it was a hymn. And then <laughs> they the bastardized monks. it and sped it up. Right. Huh? With the monks putting one foot in and taking one foot out. Exactly. In their robes. But slowly. <laughs> but slowly. How, how very, we, very slowly. How, how do we get to places like this? <laughs> you, you've heard of the swerving dervishes? The swirling dervishes? Uh, right? I've heard the term. These Remind the, me what that is. The swirling dervishes. The, the, they, they spin and spin and spin and get into a, 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 a spiritual state. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Swirling dervish. Okay. You find a picture of it, you'll love it. Group yeah. of men. Well, I'll put that in the show notes for, every, for our hokey second pokey, listener. Hokey pokey monks. Uh, but it's slow. And it's... You put your right foot in. Ah. You put your right foot out. Ah. It's done a hymn. Right. And there's violins and stuff, and they bastardize it. Well, well hold on. This is hold on, point. hold on. In, I mean, I this think... This is the point. The monks were mostly vocal... They were they were a cappella doing their own thing back in back in the day, but I guess you could have modern monks doing doing that with violins. Well, it's a cappella. What did you think? I mean, you, you just said violins. Oh no, 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 no! You misunderstood. They they make violent noises from their throats. Ah. Uh, so when you're a monk, and this is what you're told to do until you get it right. Right. You spend ten, twelve years until your vocal cords sound just like a violin or whatever. The head monk. Right, wants it to be you. right. You know, the head monk, the head monk, uh, is the only uh, locked room in the house. The head monk is the only locked room in the house. The, what a the riddle! Head monk's office. It's not a riddle. It's a fact. The head monk's office is the only locked room in a monastery. In order to get in there, you have to have the monkey. The spider monkey? Yes. Yes. Nailed it. Yes, the monkey. The key 
in fact, is shaped like a spider monkey. This, what, what, what this isn't a coincidence. Hold on. What adjective would you use to describe the spider monkey key? You've already said it, spider monkey key. No. I mean, spider monkey key. That sounds like what the roosters say in Spain, but... Spider monkey key. Spider monkey key. Spider monkey key. Spider monkey key. Would you say that the key is, I don't know, gangly? <laughs> no. No. No, it's firm. Okay. No, it's firm. It has to be firm. It's unusual. We could call it an unusual key. Uh, the, so here's the thing. Do you put the monkey in, a and little... then you take the monkey out? And then you turn it around, and you uh, spin it all well, about? you turn it all about. <laughs> turn it all about. Both this way and that way. Okay. And uh, then you... And so at the end of the day... Yes. It is what it's all about. And anybody who doesn't think so is bullshit. I, I agree. It's bullshit. And I mean, what what is, you know, we have this word hocus pocus, which is, you know, magic and things we don't understand. And then we have this this song called the Hokey Pokey. I don't think the, the etymology there is a coincidence. I think that the monks no. knew that that's what it was all about. And such, we have this, it, has, right. it has divided into one thing is like that's illusion right. and hocus pocus. But the real, that's what right. it's really all about is the Hokey Pokey. Yep. Anyone that wants to write a book about the monkey or the hokey or the pokey, uh, I guess the Florida Contact Flo- us. Yeah. I guess the Florida Keys, we don't have any idea over that. But. I've got ideas. I've got ideas. Well, uh, One act play, three act play, a short film, and a feature presentation all about the monks. You can, you can go wherever you want with it. It's a proven moneymaker. It would be modeled a lot after the movie that's out there now. Which I'm sure you've seen called none, um, and that would that would be the flavor of it. Right? Can you? You haven't seen it. Can you can you walk me through uh, just a brief summary, like a, a pilot pitch for oh. the uh, for the for the one the one act play of the hokey pokey uh, monk story, or is yeah. that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Man meets woman. Woman gets killed by car. Man becomes monk. Monk wants to dance. Learns the hokey pokey and discovers that's what it's all about. That's the pitch. Wow. And it's uh, musical and it's really scary, like the nun. And in one part, scary musical. The monk, the monk, is doing the hokey pokey to ward off the evil spirits, and a snake the size of a boa constrictor pops out of another monk's mouth and comes at him and he backs up and falls into a grave and instantly the ground covers up and grass grows on it Whoa. and nobody knows he's in there but he's got a bell mm-hmm. that goes up and you ring it yeah 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 and when he starts to ring it when he starts to ring it all the graves in the cemetery start to ring whoa spooky that's that's stolen from the nun hokey Don't try pokey to spooky that. That's that's it. Imagine, right? The trailer, hokey, pokey, spooky, spooky. That's that's it. So, what if the what if the thing that the monks are all gathered around, where they're putting their one foot in and one foot out, is like a like a pentagram or something? Or they're actually like satanic monks. Well, <laughs> and, well, and you put your one arm well, in, and what happens to your arm? Well, you well, know? here's the thing: the feet. Yes. Toes of the feet are all dipped in crimson red blood. After you put your, you one put foot your in. right foot, 
Yeah. Well, just before you put it in, you dip it in the blood. Oh, right. You put your one foot in, dip. You put your right foot out, dip. Yeah. You put your right foot in, dip. Blood. And and then you turn so, it all about, which means you turn it every which way, right. not just one way. Right. All, all and about. Yeah. Then, and then, and you've done the hokey pokey, and that's it. That's what it's all about. Okay. And anybody who doesn't believe this, it's bullshit. And I don't care if we lose listeners, it's bullshit. They either believe it or they don't. And if they do, they're with us. And if they don't, I don't want them to listen. Wait, if they, don't, if, if they don't believe it, it's bullshit? You, by it, you mean they... No, no, no. no. Or what we're saying is bullshit? If or? they don't believe that the hokey pokey is really what it's all about, I don't want them to listen to the show. For sure, for sure. Just stop the podcast right now. Everyone, press stop. Change Let's, to another podcast. Because if you're either with us or you're against us with the hokey pokey. You're either hokey and pokey or you're... Uh, Smoky and something else. Jokey. Dorky. Jokey. Jokey. I think it's time to move on. Yes. We beat this horse dead. That's okay. a great saying. We beat the horse dead. So you have to picture the horse is already dead and there's a bunch of people around beating the horse even deader. We're trying to. What is wrong with those people? Right? Like, if I saw a dead horse, I would not go, first of all, I would not go closer. And second of all, uh, I would not think to beat it, you know? I know what I would do. I know what I would do. I would go, and I would take the front, the two front feet, oh God. hoofs. Yes. And I, I would sing out loud, you put your right hoof in, you put your right... And because the horse is dead, and rigor mortis hasn't set in, right. they're like compliant. And if you would hold up the horse's head... And, and without the camera showing, move his lips uh-huh. so it looked like he was singing it. Right. And then he was dancing. We could make money off it. We could do a video, a cassette recording. A cassette recording. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, good. I want to say good idea, but uh, I think it might be better to beat a dead horse rather than uh, use it as a puppet for your for your ancient well, monk rituals. Not the whole horse, you silly goose. Just the full I mean, head and torso. You can't, Look, if you can't they lift could, the full if thing. They could cut off a, if they could cut off a horse's head and stick it in the bed with the guy, the Godfather, right. we can make the fucker's lips move. I mean, how hard is that? You're an educated man. Figure out how to do it. Come on. Come well, I mean, are you? when the horse is alive, the you, idea is you make... when the horse is alive, you just use peanut butter, right? That's how Mr. Ed was talking. Oh. But when you're using a dead burr, horse. Little burr. Yes. Little burr. Yes. But when you're using a dead horse, the peanut butter doesn't work so well anymore. So no. you would need some sort of like uh, electronics, some sort of uh, servos let's, up in there. Let's, let's try it. Let's try it, and then take a picture of the horse's teeth full of peanut butter and sell them on the internet. A horse's big teeth, yeah, full of peanut butter with a, a logo, a meme under it. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I know. Happy ever done God, <laughs> God, I love peanut butter. Yeah. All right. What? Well, what, I, well, hold, hold on. Die for peanut butter? No. I mean, have you never heard the expression "Don't look a dead horse in the mouth"? I, I don't think, I don't think that's a good idea. Lick? Don't lick a dead lick. horse in the mouth. <laughs> don't look. Gross. I mean, you if there's pe- if there's peanut butter in there, you know. Then you would. No. Sick. Or is that what is that what all the men in Spain do? Yes, <laughs> we are dead horse teeth lickers. Between our sips of but, cider. Um, Good for the horse to look dead. We gotta hold his eyes open.
Oh. And then when we held the eyes open and the, the tears came out. Oh, no. We could sell the tears. The tears of a horse. Horse tears. The tears of a horse. Really? It's magic, of course. Yeah. Get uh, Smokey Robinson to record it. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. No one's ever rhymed horse with of course before. That's that's clever. Tears of a horse. Oh, it's magic, of course. It would be. That's another way to make money. We record you. Hold on. Put that. Put that. Let's do that. It is the source of our. <laughs> Your ability to rhyme apparently is limited to two words. That puts you in about the 35th percentile. So I'm not sure you want to keep recording what the else, fact that What else rhymes with horse? More than one other that rhymes. We have no remorse. Oh, force. Force. Remorse. Retort. I get asked to play this gala in Houston, and it's a nonprofit that um, – does good stuff for criminal justice reform and we put together a van and I got to drive in from Dallas where I was staying to get there and as astounding as this is Wait, and I on. had been up 16 huh? how long is that drive from Dallas to Houston just a couple hours okay I've never been to Texas so and oh well and so uh, but I went I, I, I was so tired and distracted and had to make phone calls that I had my GPS on, even though it was a straight shot on the throughway, mm-hmm. and GPS actually told me to go the wrong way, no, in the opposite direction, which I didn't catch for 47 minutes, and then 47 minutes after that, I was back where I started. I was two hours late for band practice, and then in order for that not to happen again, I spent the, you know spent the night, and there was a lot to it. So I had five tunes to do. The, the band leader, who was from the church in Houston quite musical have done plays and very talented piano player he <laughs> he like he said after the first set he said we're not going to do any more blues <laughs> and i was because I was it sucked to that or what committee. oh no it was it was fine we had a blues singer we had a we had a blues singer and a, a woman who was wonderful it was just boring and him? it was just i don't know i think he like wanted to do show tunes you know sure why not and we get to the end get to the end and i hadn't done any of the five tunes that we had selected at rehearsal to which I ended up driving for four hours and spending the night, right, right, to get the five songs selected and make sure we know the chords and right. the keys. <laughs> we get to the end of the night. He says, "Well, we got time. We're all done." He said, "This is the last song," and he belts out a show tune. <laughs> and he says, "Well, I guess we got time for for one more." And I said, "I said I'd like to do one." <laughs> and so I, I I yelled out, "Mustang Sally," and, and uh, we emptied the floor. Ride Sally, we ride. Emptied the floor. All right, it was a great punt. But it was just interesting that I've talked before about how people you play with are either more or less gracious about, uh-huh. you know, collaboration and, and whatnot. And he, uh, not so much. <laughs> but I did get him out of their chairs. It was fun. And, and a, a worthy cause. We raised a lot of money. Good. Oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? Because dialing for dollars, I must make a Benz. Well, what next, my man? Hey, can you make funny sounds with your head? I can. Was.
it hurts, but pretty good, huh? Should that's, you hear it? That, that's that's gold. Yes, I can do. I can make noise with my with my hands like this, blowing on my knuckles. Let's hear it. Anyway, it's more impressive in person. I could do that. Here we go. Well, un unlike you, I actually have. My five-year-old turned six a couple weeks ago. Uh, wow. So now I have a 10 and a six-year-old, and that's pretty crazy. He's, he's all... He's still okay. in. He's still in what they call here, uh, third pre third preschool. You start preschool when you're uh, three, and then four, and then five, and then when you're six, you start first grade. So, what in American? He's in kindergarten, and he's all the time asking me, "How many months until I'm in first grade?" And we're like, "Well, it's going to be in this September, so that's going to be you know uh, three months." And he's like, "Oh man, I, I'm really looking forward to being in first grade." So. Yeah. As as is uh, that stage of childhood. Looking yeah. looking forward. Yeah. And my oh, but it won't last. Yes, and my ten year old fourth grader is every single day. There's some new social drama where somebody sat next to somebody in school, and it was and they were just totally mean, and uh, somebody pushed somebody, and I didn't want to talk to that person anymore, and then, and then you know, person A may, was upset with person C, and they got person B involved, and then person B wouldn't talk to me, and it's just this soap opera that is, you know, life in the fourth grade, but, yeah. you know, as, as, yeah. as adults, you know, 30 years later, we've blocked those, you know, I, I've blocked those things out, and I, you can't tell a child when they're doing that that your complaint, your your problems don't matter in the long run. So suck it up. That doesn't matter. You have to be there with them and and empathize and be like, yeah, that sucks. I remember when somebody uh, pushed me and all the kids laughed and blah blah blah, because that is their entire world. And you can't, uh, even though you yeah, know, right. even though you know right. that that means right. nothing in the grand scheme of life, uh, you have right. to you have right. to be right. there with right. them right. and be like, oh man, that sucks. So. Right. You don't want to. You don't want to piss on their reality. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we had a little two-year-old. She sure loves her grandpa. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, well, is I that because spend my days doing that? Is that because grandpa gives her everything that she no. so desires, or not at all? No. Not at all. We just do. Th we just do things together. Now, granted, it's everything she wants to do, but it's all reasonable. It's taking walks. It's playing games. It's right. Playing with trucks. It's petting the dog. It's mm -hmm. whatever. The world is her oyster. And I am but a player within it. You are a pawn, yes. I look forward to that being a grandparent when you can devote that uh, attention and then be, like, since firmly deciding that I have all the kids that I want to have, I quite enjoy having other babies and stuff in my arms. And then when there's a problem, being like, okay, here, mom and dad, you take this. Right. Uh, and as a parent, like the role of parent and grandparent are totally separate. They're totally different. As a grandparent, you can oh, yeah. just be oh, yeah. giving your all. You don't. Maybe if it depends on how how much the parents are leaning on you for childcare, how much discipline you need to give. But if they're not leaning on you very much, you can just be the uh, giver of gold and and all things nice. Yeah. And then if there's yeah. a problem, you can yeah. you can be like, all right, here, go talk to your mom and dad. <laughs> so 
that's that's pretty awesome. Oh yeah. Uh, although in reality, mom and dad aren't here because grandma uh, takes care of the baby. So it's here all day. But and I'm sure she loves that, or yeah. does it get a little oh, old God. sometimes? No, not not for a minute. Not for either one of us. Yeah, not for a split second. Uh-huh. It's just total total joy. If you've enjoyed what you just heard, you can support us by telling a friend or sharing us on social media. Monthly donations to help us pay for hosting and editing can be provided at patreon.com slash happy hour. That's all one word, happy hour. All our episodes, including show notes for each episode, are available on our website, happyhour.fm. You can tweet at us at happyhour.fm. That's with a dot spelled out, happyhour.dotfm. Or we can receive email at the same name, happyhour.dotfm at gmail.com. It would also be great if you could give us a positive rating on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. That really helps other people find us. See you next week.